I would propose that there's a fifth conversion. And it's a conversion of Peter. Now, I don't mean that he came to faith at this moment. I believe that Peter had a cross-cultural conversion. And this is what we mean. Conversion, when we talk about this in Christian theology, conversion is that work that God does upon your soul where you were dead You could not see Jesus. You didn't want to have anything to do with Jesus. He does a work. The Spirit does a work upon your soul, opens your eyes to the glory and beauty and saving power of Jesus, and you embrace him in faith and can't imagine living life without Jesus. What I mean by cross-cultural conversion is that work that the Spirit does in your heart to open up your heart to the beauty of the created diversity that God has made in his community And you embrace those people in love. You bring them into your life. And you can't imagine a life lived without those people. Those people who are different from you. Those people who help you to see the blind spots that you can't see. Those people that add richness to your life. Those people without whom your life would be all the poorer. I think that's what happens with Peter. But. First, we have to see this story. Check out what's happening in this story. Do you see the development of the story? Here's the big picture. The story tells you about this man named Cornelius. Cornelius is a a Roman centurion. He has command over 100 soldiers. He's responsible. He's a man of authority. He's a man of power. We also learn that he's a religious man. He follows the faith of the Jews, even though he's a Gentile. He's a prayerful man. He's a generous man. He gives alms. He gives to the poor. He's a nice man, but he's not yet a new man. And there's a difference. And so God meets him in the hour of prayer. And he has a vision. And he tells Cornelius, I want you to send for this dude named Simon Peter. Send your people and go bring him back to you. Cornelius sends his crew off. As his crew is on the road, God meets Peter in the hour of prayer. And he begins to do a work in Peter's life to prepare him for that entourage that's coming from Cornelius. And at a very basic level, I want you to see something. God is doing work in the lives of two very different people distinctly for the purpose of bringing them together of getting them around the dinner table together, of getting them to think of themselves as sharing an identity in Jesus together, despite their cultural differences, despite their ethnic differences. God is doing a work in both of their lives to bring them together. Now, have you ever considered that the work that God is doing in your life and in the lives of other different Christians, he's doing for the purposes of bringing us together in love, getting us around the same table, getting us to share a same identity in Jesus despite our differences. I think this is the work that God is continuing to do. And I think that everything in scripture is driving us to open up our hearts to this, to open up our lives to this, to think about this as not just a nice, it's a nice, you know, hobby for those who are interested in this kind of thing. I want you to imagine this story if Peter had said to the Lord when the voice spoke from heaven, oh, you know, Lord, that's not really my thing. I know that there are people who are into that stuff. That's not my jam. I like reading theology, Lord. That's my jam. You know, I I mean, I do well around people who are like me. That's not really my thing. 
But I want you to see that it's a part of Peter's discipleship. It's a part of his leadership. It's a part of his apostleship. It's a part of his life in Christ that he moved in this direction that scared the living daylights out of him. That was completely foreign to him. That he had never before even given thought to and never even crossed his mind as being something that was really important to his life and faith. But this is what God's doing in him. 